that time of week, everybody. It's time for From Panel to Podcast. I'm Andrew Reiner, co-host, joined by other co-host, Philip S. Hoff. Hello, sir. Hello, Andrew T. Reiner. Yeah, revealing new bits about each other here. <laughs> I have no idea what your no idea what your S is about, but um, I know I'm what sure the T cool. is for. Well, you got a you got a leg up on me, and uh, Phil, <laughs> I spent this episode's a little late. I spent one hundred and eighteen dollars on new books. I didn't know it was going to be the biggest week ever, and I'm realizing that we keep creating biggest weeks ever because we're out of control, mm-hmm. and I I keep buying variants. I bought two of the Fortnite issue. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, it's just uh, I don't I don't know what's going to end. You know, it's like I got a budget. I have a daughter and, um, you know, we're just going to eat ramen all the time now, I guess. This show is the reason why I won't procreate so I can continue to read the plethora of books that I do every week because I don't want to budget for having somebody else that I'm responsible for. Yeah, she gets everything she wants, by the way. Like, I, 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 I cannot say no to her and she eats well, but I just got to start selling like plasma or give up a kidney or something like that to, to fund the next couple of years of this. It's $118. Worth, dollars. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I can't believe it. And there last week was okay. I bought a lot of books, probably around $80 and probably, mm-hmm. you know, I would rave about three of them. I think this week. Yeah. That sounds I, about right. Yeah, this week, you know, Thor's or not Thor. Uh, Hulk is back. Finally. Mm-hmm. Finally. Okay. Delayed. Yeah. So we got that. And I don't know if anything's going to top the newest issue of Spider-Man that came out uh, last week. Amazing (laughs) Spider-Man. The four pages alone are like, oh, my God, I have I have to text Phil. This is issue Mm -hmm. seven. It has Norman Osborn on the cover holding Spider-Man's mask. Turns out this is a key issue because there is a new spider suit that's debuted. Will probably be in. Insomniac Games' new Spider-Man game, I would have to imagine, because it's super cool looking. And they put all the comic suits in there, right? Like they're gonna they're gonna need a, a deep well, and and this is gonna be a cool new suit. So exclusive, you heard it here first. New suit probably in the next Spider-Man game. What well, about Savage about, Spider-Man? Uh yeah, that'll be in there, I bet. Because he, you know, he has spider legs. They probably can't do that full on. Sure they can. You know, and a spider act insomniac. Sure, they're super talented, but he does condense the legs or kind of form a normal body at some point, right? Like he he look and it looks super cool because he still has like way too many eyes. But let's talk about this issue, Amazing Spider-Man number seven. It starts and off how deep it starts off. Like, yeah, we can we can talk about it's Vulture focused. Mm-hmm. Vulture is not happy at all. Something happens in this gap of time in Peter's. You know this this kind of blackout period we still don't know everything about and he is mad and mad to the point that you know he's tried to kill spider-man in the past but he is not going to be stopped this time just ruthless and he's 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 on a rampage and i absolutely love seeing this side of him he's one of the older villains in the universe but still very capable i have always kind of thought of vulture as i guess the nice way to say this without offending him is as a B-level, A-level criminal, like villain. Like, he's always there, but I've never really taken Vulture seriously. And then this issue happened. And now I take Vulture very seriously. Like, he flipped on... He hit the badass switch and kicked it into overdrive, and I I thoroughly enjoy Pissed Off Vulture. 
and that's the thing about this new series. Like Spider-Man is front and center, but if I had to sum up the, you know, this, the first six issues, I would say it was about Tombstone and making Tombstone yeah. super cool again. And now they're doing that with Vulture. We're probably seeing the the true villain of this this arc is going to be Norman, although he has yep. a very different role at this point. But come on, mm-hmm. you can't fool us. We've read a lot of comics. No. We know what's going on here. Mm, yeah. <laughs> he's he's going to do something really, really, really awful. And we're going to be like, bah? <laughs> and we're going to love it. I really feel as though this, this current run of Spider-Man is being focused more on the villains than Peter himself, which is why Peter's story the last six months haven't been told yet is because they're doing such a good job of building up the villains this much more. And I get that everybody's always trying to kill Peter, but you're really learning throughout the course of these first seven issues of this run. Peter must have the most punchable face on the entire planet because they are taking the gore that happens to his head next level and the abuse that his mask has taken to the next level. And I adore it. Yeah, the next story is going to be him dealing with a concussion. That's it's just going to Many be like them. finally, yeah, <laughs> finally, like it's taken its toll, and you know he's going to have to go through therapy, and and he's going to have to give up the web slinging, and someone else will come in. Maybe it'll be Ben, Ben Riley. <laughs> I don't know. He's not going to remember what happened to him the last six months. Maybe that's why we haven't found out what's happened to him is because he's had all that information just beaten out of his head at this point. Yeah, and then look at the cover, Phil. Do you have it in front of you? Yeah, it's, I'm staring directly at it. Do you see the the hidden little goblin mask? Mm-hmm. Where is it? Mm-hmm. Where is it? You don't link. see it. Okay, fine. It's on the cufflink. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I thought that was a nice little touch. You know, he's in the green and with the purple tie, but the real nice touch is the goblin mask down on his cufflink, right by the logo. The amazing Spider-Man. Very stylish. Yeah, that issue is great. I'm going to do a quick aside here. I found out I went to uh, lunch with Ben Hansen, former Game Informer staffer, now doing MinMax. Everybody should subscribe to that because it's awesome. It's only like you could pay two, five, ten bucks. I recommend ten bucks because that's a good number. And uh, they just turn out awesome content. But he's listened to every episode. He's a fan of our work. And you know what I'm going to do? I want to put I want to get three trades for Ben. And then I want to have him on an episode of the show to talk about what he thinks of them. Cause he would, he knows comics. He re- watches the shows, movies, all that stuff. And he's read some stuff in the past, but this current landscape, I want to get him three good books. So I want to get him something is killing the children. Mm-hmm. You know, the first 20 issues of that, that trade, what, what are two others that I can get him that kind of represent our interests, what we love and would also kind of serve to show him the peak of the medium. I honestly don't think that this new run of Amazing Spider-Man would be a bad place to start. And if he's watching the shows, I don't think that um, the run of Moon Knight would be a bad place to start either. I don't know if those have been oh, collected yeah. and put out in trades yet. But if he's watching the shows, I think that he would thoroughly enjoy enjoy what they've been doing in Moon Knight. Yeah, I could probably get these first six issues of Spidey. Uh, and then, well, that's too Marvel then. So is there something DC... Little Monsters I, isn't collected yet. Jeff Lemire the, is awesome, though. Um, I think if he's looking for something heartstring tugging or if he wants to like get on something current current, let's see if we can't find him the first four issues of 8 Billion Genies. Uh, he was he actually said that it sounds like the greatest thing ever. So, yeah, let me see if I can do that, even though like that's that's a comic, by the way, people. It is not hitting newsstands anymore. Our store didn't even put it up because they were all accounted for in pull boxes. Mm hmm. People reserve the issues. Went to another store. 
it was gone. So it might be hard to find these, but I'll see what I can do. I think those are three good ones. Something is killing the children super easy to get. Definitely needs to be, yeah. Um, the problem with finding that is I think you're going to... Do they have a big one that collects the first 20 or would they it do. need to be the yeah. first four? Oh, okay, cool. Yep. Yeah, they have one that collects those. So, and that's what he needs to read. Like, And he'll yeah. do that in like two to three days, I bet. Why would it take that long? <laughs> uh, another one. Uh, you are familiar with writer Tom King. Artist, Does a lot of the big DC black stuff. I'm going to butcher this last name. Artist Elsa Charedier. Uh, she... I don't have it in front of me, but I'll take uh, your word for it. But they did something new this week called Love Everlasting from Image Comics. I did not grab that. It's about a woman named Joan Peterson, who, by the way, discovers she is trapped in an endless and terrifying cycle of romance, Phil. That sounds terrifying and horrible. Yeah. A problem to be solved, a man to marry, and every time she falls in love, she's torn from her world and thrust into another teary saga where she falls in love again. So it's like Quantum Leap, but on the Hallmark Channel. (laughs) That's a great way of putting it. I love that. Her bloody journey to freedom and revelation starts in this breathtaking, groundbreaking first issue. Whatever reason, first issue is all in caps. Well, yeah, you know, that's how you sell comics. <laughs> it's it's fascinating. It, it kind of has like a uh, Veronica, Betty and Veronica kind of art style, old mm-hmm. school. It, it's really neat. And by the the end of the issue, it's like, oh, oh, my, I, I, I'm, I'm set up for issue two. This is a new one I'm I'm into. Would not be surprised if this gets picked up because it is such a unique idea. Getting picked up by the Hallmark Channel, I see. <laughs> they need... Where's the Hallmark streaming service? Is, does that exist? I don't know. That's not my wheelhouse, and I don't necessarily think that's your wheelhouse either. Yeah, if I want something like Little House on the Prairie, I think of... You know, Hallmark probably has a lot of shows like that. Just a guy out riding his horse, going into town and saying good evening to people. You know, that sometimes you just need to unwind and have a show that that's all it's about. It's just the, you know, just the mundane, old school, old west. Life on the prairie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Um, So you're recommending Love Love Everlasting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. You got to get that, Phil. Okay. I'll grab it. Don't miss that. And you know what? It has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different covers. I'm not going down that road with Love Everlasting, damn it. Yeah, you are. One of them is black and white. Oh, I like black and white. And one of them looks like it's, that's a one of, one in a hundred variant. And then. It's um, going to be pricey. Did Kelly Jones do one of them? Yes. Yeah. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> I try to he do my Laszlo. One. <laughs> yeah. I try to do my Laszlo from uh, what we do in GTA. the shadows. No. Oh, gotcha. what we do. Yes. I, I don't know. <laughs> Bat. Got it. Uh, that show's the best. What's your big pick of the week? Uh, not necessarily my big pick of the week, but a number one that I, I enjoyed that I think listeners of our show would enjoy would actually be the 007 issue. What? The 007 number one. Yeah. Who's 007? Daniel Uh, Craig's done. So who is it now? I I don't know. You know, I don't know these things. I'm not that smart, Uh, but it's written like a, it's written like a Bond movie is, uh, where 007 finds himself in some hot water in the middle of a mission and it kind of just goes from there. Goes into a mission, thinking it's a normal mission. Turns out it's not a normal mission, because that wouldn't be a fun 007 story. But it reads just like one of the movies would. 
Uh, the art style is kind of basic, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's very fitting. The cover looks like it could very well be the cover of a movie as well. Uh, I had a really good time reading this. It, it flew by pretty quick. I'm going to give away a spoiler here. Mm-hmm. 003's in it. Mm-hmm. Who's Gwendolyn Gann. G-A-N-N. Huh. Yeah, it's a good read. From Dynamite, three ninety nine. And it's 007, number one. And That's it, all it's called. No, it, well, it's issue 001, but it's 007 is just the name of it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what happens when you get to 007? It's a collector's item. Yeah, it's $10 all of a sudden. <laughs> Shiny holographic oh! oil cover. They have like 80 different covers for this one. Yeah, and they're pretty sweet. A lot of them look like movie posters. Wow. All right. I'll have to pick this up. 8 Billion Genies. We have to talk about this. A- this one because it's really superhero-ish. So a lot of people in the world, it turns out, decided their wish was to become a superhero. And this kind of tells that story of what happens. And it's perfect. That that comic is hands down perfect. Mm-hmm. They, they thought everything through. And I love it. I loved it. Ah. And there's only going to be eight issues, which is a bummer. For now. But. <laughs> the genie count is dwindling. You get that at the at each issue, by the way. You get the genie count and then the number of people that are left on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> and both are going down at a, at a pretty good clip. I also enjoy the overview they show of the Earth as well, where right now there's a big crater missing out of a section of the Earth. <laughs> and the, the moon is messed up. And yeah, they uh, it's, it's, it's genius. It got picked up. It's going to be a show. I'm guessing this will just be a limited series. Because I think I think what's going to happen is it's going to get down to like population zero or something. <laughs> something bad's going to happen. I don't know if the genies will allow that. Like, I just want to be the last man alive, last man on Earth. I don't think they would allow that, but we're going to have to I, be. They're thinking everything through, right? For all of the love that we're giving this issue, there is something really, really big that happens in this issue where you find out exactly who this bartender of the bar that everybody, not everybody's oh, hold yeah. up in, but a chunk is. And it's one hell of a twist that I, my socks went off. They, they came flying off. But it's, uh, <laughs> I thought it was really, really well written, written as I have the previous three. But this one kind of just cranked it up a notch again with the superhero stuff. And you also do get to see some supervillains involved as well. Um, brilliant, perfect storytelling. What's your second pick? Uh, my second pick for the week is really going to pain me to say this. It hurts really bad. I didn't get that. Nope, that's not the name of the title. Mm. Judgment Day, number two. All right, let's 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 discuss this. I'm God. It started out so slow and so long winded, and ever since everything clicked into place, everything has clicked into place. We now know why it's called Judgment Day. Um, we've kind of found out the long game of the Eternals and the Avengers as they are coming up with their solution as to how to fix everything, and it's. I'm falling pretty in love with the series pretty quickly. I don't want to give too much away just because give away a couple we are still pretty things. fresh off of it. Yeah, give away a couple. Like, in, give, build some in, intrigue here. Like, um, So they, not all the Eternals are trying to wipe out the X-Men by any stretch of the imagination. It turns out it's just a small sect, and the rest of them are trying to work against that. And there's big battles that are happening, and they summon a larger Eternal than ever before some would say the original eternal who then announces what the plan is and why it's called judgment day 
<laughs> and there could be some massive ramic ramifications from this if anything actually sticks yeah i have a feeling this could be a mcu movie 15 years from now oh god yeah. after they get through secret wars like this just seems like once they have the x-men embedded in their universe and then once they have uh i guess you know the eternals are gone they just need more they need to give the eternals more love a better first movie or a, a, a better second movie than that first one right like it it was a little off i like it I like everything in the MCU is done, but that is definitely my least favorite of anything. Even Thor Dark World, I think. Uh, I think I like that better. A book I didn't like that continues to make me scratch my head is Punisher, Phil. Why? Punisher was amazing this time. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You remember when he was a hockey player? <laughs> <laughs> Stop with uh-huh. his backstory. I don't <laughs> care. He got roughed up as a hockey player, it, but he found love or something. <laughs> uh, for all the violence that this newest in- itineration of the Punisher is giving us, it is giving us the world's largest charcuterie board as well, because there is so much cheese sprinkled throughout the meat of this story. You went there. That it really detracts from everything else. The violence is next level. The current stuff that is happening is actually, I'm thoroughly enjoying it, but I also, you know, I'm partial to ninjas in the hand. Yeah. But all the backstory stuff is just so bad. It's bad. and But then the last page happens. You're like, oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I'll be back for issue six. Mm-hmm. Because the stuff that's actually going on in the main story is great. And then there's that really, really bad moldy <laughs> cheese that's sitting on the side of it. But yeah, I didn't like that. What What's next on yours? Did you like anything else? Uh, I mean, I liked other things. I enjoyed Predator number one. I don't know if it's going off of whatever the new movie is in Hulu and it's just a retelling of that, but I thought no. the story that they told in that was really good. Yeah, no, that's a new thing. Prey is the name of the the show and it doesn't even have Predator in the title, which is strange, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a whole different thing. So Predator number one. Predator number one? No, I didn't. It's good. It's a story of a woman or of a, a young child it starts out at who they looks like their ship had crashed on some kind of or they were trying to inhabitate some kind of a world and were trying to set up the world and were almost to the point where they felt comfortable. And then little girl is outside doing her own thing. Family comes out to save her, gets killed by a predator. And now she's on a vengeance quest to find the predator that killed her family. And she's planet hopping and she's tracking predators and she she's killed a handful of them at this point. Uh, I think the exact number might be nine. Jeez. But the one that actually killed her family is eluding her um, because she not to give too much away, but she cut off one of the mandible of it. So that way it was very obvious that it was that one or it had lost it in one of the battles previously. And uh, so she's trying to hunt down this predator. And I thought the story was really well done. So we now know who the big bad in Jurassic League is. This is mm-hmm. issue four. Absolutely oh, adored it. It was super dumb. It's exactly what I wanted. It's Dark side as a Ankylosaurus, a blue and gray one with red eyes. You know, when you say these things out loud, they sound even more silly than they actually are. It's awesome. And I mean, mm-hmm. there's a picture where he's emerging and there's a T-Rex running away all scared, kind of giving him this weird side eye. And yeah, his yeah. name is Darkyoloside. Darkyoloside. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. All right. All right. Yeah, and he's, he's going to crush everybody. He's got two issues to do it. It's going to be a quick two issues. Yeah. Aquaman's in here as a dinosaur. Green Lantern's in here as a Tronodon type of character. Batman, Superman. This is just brilliant. This is great stuff. 
<laughs> this is the stuff that keeps us coming back. Yeah, you know, DC's uh, rebooting their movies. I hope they just go this direction. They oh, see the Jurassic man. movies make a billion dollars, close to a billion dollars. Just, just go full dinosaur. They see all of their stuff get canceled and fall flat. Just go full dinosaur. It'll solve everything. <laughs> uh, Captain Carter, I believe, is done. That was a really nice series. That was five issues. Ends with her having a nice hamburger. Slumber is wanna... also done. Speaking of things that are done, that wrapped up with issue number six. Huh. And did you like I it? I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. It took yeah, a couple I... of fun, fun little twists. I dug it. Oh, don't read the new Ghost Rider, Vengeance Forever. It's too late. I already did. Uh, yeah, I might be, you know, that motorcycle race last time. And then this one getting a really, really sour taste for Ghost Rider right now. Yeah, but this was just a one shot. You can't blame a one shot for anything. Yeah, I keep giving it money. I don't know, man. Got my machete out. This could be this could be a big one. This could be a book I drop with Marvel. <laughs> uh, be, Samurai be Doggy. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it keeps being as ridiculous as the motorcycle race. It'll keep me going. <laughs> but I also enjoy that kind of dumb stuff. Uh, there's a title that came out from Aftershock Comics. Samurai Doggy number one last week. That was decent. Samurai it Doggy. Looks- yeah, it looks all nice and adorable, but uh, it's got some darkness to it. It's about a dog that's uh, trying to get vengeance on the person that killed his family as well, or the thing that killed his family, and he's a samurai, and he only has one arm, and he has a robot vulture that hangs out with him. Mm-hmm. I used all read, those words in a sentence. Did you read Dark Crisis Worlds Without a Justice League Green Lantern? I liked it. I did, too. There was Like like a, we said, I think, last week, too, Like all the Dark Crisis stuff's really starting to hit its stride. Yeah, and this is... This lives up to the billing with a lot of Green Lantern stuff going on. There's a a Dark Lantern of kind of a, babe, a bat baby that's really big in space and making a bunch of dark, evil things. And yeah, it's cool. It's starting to live up to that dark, dark, dark title. Like very, very much so, just even in theme of the DC universe. So yeah, I, I, I dug that. Anything else? Nah, nothing else that's really... That really jumps off the page that needs to off the paper that needs to be talked about, in my opinion. All right, let's move on to this week's books. All right, Phil, this is going to be kind of fun. I had you alphabetize the comics you just bought this week. I did the same, and we're going to go through it and see if we have repeats. There's going to be a bunch. We know that, but this should be fun to go through and see... uh, how consistent we are with with our our picks. I'll go first. I got Avengers 1 billion DC. 1 million DC. I did not. All right. What's your first one? Uh, Avengers X-Men Eternals, Death to the Mutants. I got that too. Got Thor and Iron Man on the cover. Looks good. Oh, yeah, it does. All right. I not even looked. My next one is Batman One Bad Day. The I've Riddler got one number before- one. I've got one before that. Okay. I've got Batman the Night. Oh, okay. And then Batman One Bad Day. This is from Tom King, who we just praised for Love Everlasting. This is a $7.99 book. Got it has a nice spine on it. It's a big guy. Next up is Bloodstained Teeth, number five. Wait, what? You've got World's Finest under World's Finest, not Batman Superman? Yes. Damn it. All right, I'll pull That's... that one out. <laughs> Okay, world's finest. I put that under world's finest. Yes. Okay. I mean, you're next is bloodstained teeth. Yep. All right. We both have that. What's your next one? Uh, Daredevil. 
Oh, I got one before that. I have Captain Carter number 40. Got Binary on the cover. Looking for Carol Danvers. Daredevil. This cover's awesome. I have two of those. Yeah. There's Daredevil taking on some ninjas with skulls instead of heads. Like, you know, no flesh. They just look super cool. Issue 650. This one was $5.99. So was the variant. What's next? Uh, Dark Space is Wildfire. Yeah. So I, I, I got that first issue on your recommendation, and now I have issue two. Looking forward to it. Did you read number one yet or not yet? Yes, I did. It's very good. Pretty Scott great, Snyder. Right? Yeah. And this has been picked up as well. Uh, my next one is probably going to be before yours. My next one is do a power bomb, which had a yep. hell of a twist at the end of issue number two. I have edge of the spider verse. Mm, I'm in the F's next. Okay. This is inside. This issue is spider Gwen spider UK mini spider. What? I can't wait. Mini spider. That's eh, no spider Saurus Rex. And then Shanthra. Whoever that is. Can't wait. What's, what's a Shanthra? I don't know, but this this is like key issue city. <laughs> Last time we got Spider Rex. Now we're getting mini spider. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay, next. Uh, is going to be the Flash. Yep. Running through the multiverse. So he's uh, he's with Facebook figuring that out. <laughs> with shards of heroes all around him. Next up for me is Fortnite times Marvel... Cross Marvel, Zero War. Yeah, I didn't buy that. Fortnite's for kids. You did too. And I bought two issues. <laughs> I got two I got two covers here. I didn't get the Donald Mustard cover. You know, he draws and he does really nice illustrations. Yeah, but I got uh, two. Obviously, there's a code inside to get some, some loot. Where are you at now? Uh, I am currently looking at the Hulk standing over Thor's body holding the hammer. Yeah. And it's Banner of War, the finale, finally. Sad. Donny Cates. We haven't been talking about him lately, so hopefully this he is great. Much out. Yeah. Oh, I did actually miss the crossover 3D special as well. I forgot I already pulled that out of my stack because I've already read it, so I wasn't going to reread it, even if it isn't 3D. Well, maybe I will. So, okay, you got that one too. Next up is Jimmy's Little Bastards from a Mr. Garth Ennis. Mm-hmm. It's a sequel to Jimmy's Bastards, apparently. Yeah, it, this is a special three-issue oversized prestige format miniseries. And it is, uh, I would say, very much in the scale of DC's uh, Black Label. Really nice looking book. Yeah, I uh, the cover or the art on the back of the cover is relatively adorable with uh, what appears to be a middle-aged man holding a cup of coffee with his young dog sitting next to him. Next. Next up for me is New Think number three. I did not get that one. I got Nightwing. Yeah, I did not. Uh, okay, now I, I'm, I'm skipping a bunch of letters. I did not. I have got Overwatch New Blood with your girl Farah on the cover. Whoa, I didn't even see that. Uh-huh. How was the first one? It was okay. Okay. <laughs> but it's only five issues, so I'm going to buy all of them because it's only five issues. Yeah. And it'll probably lead into Overwatch 2. Yeah, that's... All part of the part of the plan. All right. My next one's Savage Avengers. I have that as well. The cover is interesting. I've heard this is a key issue. Well, it says here lies Miles Morales on a tombstone. That's not who actually dies in this issue, but somebody else does allegedly. 
Oh, little trickery there. Up next for me is Seven Sons, number three. I did not get that. Nope, I wouldn't expect you to. And that's uh, Ron goes... Lim, right? Um, Artist? No, Jay Lee is the artist. Or Jay Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a very unique story about religion in the future. Yeah. I, next up for me is Star Wars number 26. I've got Silver Coin after that. Ah, uh, issue 13? Yep. Yeah, I passed on Could that one. big one. And then I've got Star Wars. Yeah, and then Star Wars The Mandalorian. Interesting thing. The show's just called Mandalorian, but they have Star Wars on here. That's that's one hell of a nugget of information you just gave our listeners. Yeah, weird, right? Yeah, crazy. Who would have thought? I didn't know it was part of the same universe. Yeah. All right, what's next? Uh, next up for me is Strange. Yeah, I think this is going to be the first one I read. This or Hulk? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go Daredevil over both of those personally, but, but you know. The cover is very interesting because it says Back from the Dead. And I believe that is Dr. Strange's <laughs> zombie hand poking up through the, the ground with uh, Clea in the background summoning yep. him. Looks cool. Uh, uh, next up for me is going to be something called True Cult. What? Oh, from you picked IDW? that up. Yeah. I did. Yeah, it's about a strip mall that gets robbed and one of the stores is a comic store. So how was I supposed to say no? Plus yeah, the but... cash register on the cover says 666. Yeah, and then they like joined a cult or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's what happens. What part of that doesn't sound like I should read it? There's a hamburger in the middle of a pentagram on the floor. I'm I'm going to. I should probably pick that up. But <laughs> Was it the hamburger, the pentagram that sold you? Yeah, that kind of did it. That, that <laughs> sounds super dumb. That's in my wheelhouse. My ne- next I'm going to give two books here. I got two X-Men books. I got Judgment Day X-Men and then I got. X-Men Unlimited X-Men Green. I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah, I didn't get green, but I've got Judgment Day X-Men. But before that, I've got Judgment Day X-Force, who's got our friend Deadpool on the cover. So this is what sold me on X-Men Unlimited X-Men Green. I'm looking at the cover and there's like a girl with antlers. There's this little boy that has kind of a vegetable head. I don't know what his deal is. There's like a Toronto, uh, like a yeah Pteranodon guy. I was like, OK, he's kind of cool looking. There's Wolverine in the background looking really badass. But then there's just a German shepherd, just a normal German sh- shepherd running <laughs> forward. I was like, I, I'm going to get this. I got to figure out what that's about. That's the only reason I bought that. All right. All right. <laughs> See, now, if it would have been if it would have been phrased to me like that by Neil, if Neil just would have been like, why is there a German shepherd on the cover? I'd have been like, Neil, that is a damn fine question. I'm going to add that to my stack. <laughs> yeah. So I, I saw that and I was like, oh. I'm, and I'm actually, pay- lately, Nora's been selling me on more things than Neil has. I'm really disappointed, Nora, for not pointing that out. Here, I'm, I'm kind of paging through this. I'm, I'm doing something. Oh, there's a turtle, and it's eating grass. What is this? The art's really nice, Phil. <gasps> the German Shepherd! Yeah, he's a part of this. Listeners, this is seriously what our life is like. <laughs> this is not an exaggeration. This is just how we really approach a lot of these comics that we buy is by being distracted by small little dumb things like a German shepherd. And then we buy them to the tune of $6, $5.99. Jeez. Ooh, that's a big guy. Yeah. $118. Yeah. What's, mm. what's your next one? I got one left. I've got one left as well. I mean, it, pretty sure it's the same one because yeah. it's got your guy Deathstroke on the cover. Yeah. Uh, Dark crisis, young justice. I'm into it. Issue three of six. Yeah. That looks good. Okay, that is uh, $118 worth. You you were at, what, 130 
I honestly, I didn't even ask this week. Nora said, do you want to know your title? And I said, no, I've got enough problems in my life. <laughs> just here's my money. Yeah, just take my credit card and tell just don't tell me. I'll figure it out in a few days when I look at my statement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez, it, we're just spending so much money. It hurts less that way if you don't know what the total is until a couple of days later. You can't have buyer's remorse if you don't know how much you bought. Right? Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, your, your heating bill. A lot of people don't even know what they're paying. Yeah, or why? Yeah, let's just have this be, uh, we'll just put our credit card on file. We'll go in and get the books. We won't even be there for the ringing up. Wouldn't that be something if we could just do like auto pay on our comic shop? Yeah, Amazon's going to have those stores where you could just walk in and walk out with whatever you want. And it'll, it recognizes it was you that walked in and it just charges you. All right, that scares me. Is that a real thing? Yeah, what could go wrong there? Everything. They also want to send packages via drones, which, which I'm all about. That makes more sense than just facial recognition <laughs> technology of knowing my credit know. card number through my face. I don't know if it's recognizing your face or if you if it recognizes something you have in your pocket or something. I don't know. You have to have your Amazon chip in your car or in your pocket in order to <laughs> yeah. go into the store. Yeah, that doesn't at all sound shady. Just put it under my skin, like on my wrist. And, oh and boy, I'm, let's not do that. Why? Why I not? I will quit buying things from Amazon. <laughs> uh, that's another episode, Phil. I think we're <laughs> in pretty rare form. We probably shouldn't do it at at night. I think we're we're sharper when we're during the day or morning. Well, but, that's because uh, we've both, uh, you know, had a long day in front of us, and oh gosh, yeah. Now we're on the unwind side, and so we get a little goofy. Yeah, it's been it's been a long week, but we're almost to the end. Two more days. Nice. Yeah, but thanks again, Phil, for being on the show and being uh, my best friend and having a cool middle name like. Let's see, it's an S. Um, I'm pulling for you here, man. Uh, Slade. Oh, Jesus. Wilson. <laughs> Philip Wilson Slade Hoff. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, someday I'll Slade. get it. Yeah, someday I'll get it. You know it, too. That's the worst part. As soon as you figure out, you're just going to be like, oh, right. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> hope everybody's well. Thank you again for all the support. We'll be back in roughly care, seven days, six days, eight days. Who knows? But we'll be back with another episode and uh, probably over $100 in comics. See you then. Take care. Bye.